Blog Talk Radio. just great. I've been looking forward to this chat for quite some time here. Uh, so we'll just jump right in here for why we're all assembled and gathered here. I feel like a minister here for a way. So, uh, well, okay, as, as we all know, uh, the 30th anniversary of the release of the classic film, Juice, now available on 4K Ultra HD. I just would like to know that Juice was your first direct film, uh, debut as a film director. Well, I wrote the project, I co-wrote the project with a friend of mine, Gerard Brown, um, back around 
exerting his own power in, through his music, which is taking him away from his friends. And that's part of the conflict in the film. But that peer pressure is something that I think a lot of young people feel, male and female, uh, in any neighborhood. You're always wondering how, you know, how you're being seen by your 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 contemporaries, you know, the people around you. And um, when the movie came out, that's one of the things that a lot of uh, local uh, church groups and educational groups responded to, the fact that they were taking their kids to see the film because they thought it really represented a lot of the pressure that they were dealing with. So I think it, it's, it's still to this day, you know, it, it, it hasn't aged. Do you think that if uh, Juice was released this weekend, would it still be a hit, or what do you think? Well, I don't, it, it would depend upon the cast, because I think one of the reasons that Juice was so successful is that I was actually able to put together a really great cast. Um, and we discovered Tupac. You know, this was before Tupac was known by anybody. He was a, a, a background singer for Digital Underground and a, and a roadie. Um, but I think that mix of, of guys, which was something that I really spent a lot of time doing, trying to find the right four guys that together could create a fifth character, which is the group, the group mind and the, and the group soul. And um, it would depend upon the cast if it was done today. Who would you cast in those four roles today? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I can't think of anybody. I can't think of anybody that uh, that could uh, replace Tupac. I can't do that. I, I can't imagine. Um, uh, I don't. I haven't been looking. That hasn't been my focus to look because it was a it was a process. It was a journey. Trying to locate these four young guys when David Heyman first approached me and he asked me who did I think could play these roles, and I said, Nobody that we know can play these roles. And so, my casting director, Jackie, Jackie Carmen, um, I, I asked her to actually go out to high schools and performing arts, local theater groups, local church groups in the tri state area, and, and really comb through and find unknowns. And, and that's who they were. They were unknowns. Omar Epps was a high school student. He was 16 years old. Um, and uh, we found him by accident. Um, the only person that had, had any kind of acting experience was Jermaine Hopkins, because he had been on the film, uh, uh, I think, Lean on Me, with um, uh, that had come out a couple of years earlier, with Morgan Freeman. But um, other than that, the, the, the guys were total unknowns. The, everybody in my cast were total unknowns. So I think if it was going to be remade today, I think we would have to go after unknowns, find out who's out there who are really good actors who have not been discovered yet. And to further speak of today, what do you think about today's hip-hop, urban film and music culture that we're in right now?
I would agree with you on that. When I see some of the CEOs of American corporations on certain TV commercials trying to do, trying to rap, I was like, okay, yeah, not quite the same. Yeah. Not quite the same. Not quite. Well, finally, my last question here, uh, as we all can see, there are so many reboot projects from film and television and music and such. What about Juice? What would you think of that, about reboot? Um, actually, it is something that my wife and I are, are, are actively working on right now um, to try and look at Juice, um, the, the prequel. Okay. Generation project would that be like a, a, a documentary, unscripted type, or, or what? I know the longtime fans that will definitely welcome uh, the extended uh, projects as well. So thank you so much, Ernest, and again, congratulations. 30 years. Oh my God, what were we? We were all what five years old then, and. Uh, this, this that you were seven. How about that? <laughs> so. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. I made my first film at seven years old. Okay, I'll go with that. <laughs> okay. Well, again, thank you so very much. I'm holding a copy of the DVD right here, and uh, I think I'll just play it and just remember our, our chat here. So, again, thank you so much. And Love it. And look at the extras. Look at the extras, because the extras in the DVD that, that came out, uh, ending. Oh my goodness. I know we want people to buy, get the DVD to see it, but can you give us this tiny, tiny hint about the original ending and why it was cut and all that? The original ending, the studio asked me to cut it because they considered it too disturbing. Because when, two, when uh, Bishop is hanging off the roof and he hears the police sirens coming at the end, he doesn't slip and fall. He elects to, to, to let go of Q's hand. He'd rather die than go to jail and go to prison. And it, and it was a, a heavy moment between uh, between Omar and Tupac playing that. Um, but um, the studio thought that the bad guy being able to decide how, or the quote-unquote bad guy being able to decide his ultimate fate wasn't what they wanted. They wanted, uh, they wanted it to be something else. But the, our ending was the point that it was a, a frame of mind that this character had 
first approached you about redoing the ending, did you immediately go, okay, or were you hesitant, or what was your first reaction? Well, my first reaction was to fight it, but then they said, okay, you can you can fight it, but bear in mind, if you fight it, we may not support the film in the way you want it to be supported. Oh, that offer, okay. There you go. But, uh, you know, it still became, a, as we all can see now, a classic film. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to, to look, look to get the full, the rest of the story of that. Because I'm looking at the box, there is so much, so many vignettes of interviews, so many top name, household name people now uh, of actors and actresses. So, <laughs> a great classic, Ernest. Great job, as always, with the work that you do. So, again, thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, hopefully I'll talk to you next major. Okay, take care then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio with your host, Janice Malone. Be sure to download this and other episodes at filmfestivalradio.com.